case you guys haven't heard, Draymond Green has been suspended by the NBA, not for five games, not for 10, and certainly not for 20. He's been suspended indefinitely. So this puts Warriors in a hole, an even bigger hole than they've been in this past season. So on today's show, we're going to break down some internal and external replacements the Warriors should and could look into while Draymond Green does go through therapy, does go through all this rehabilitation to get him back on the court and hopefully help him stop knocking guys out. Now, this was the official report from the NBA about Draymond Green's suspension. They basically said that this is because of his unsportsmanlike conduct that he's had throughout his career. And they have to meet certain league terms for Draymond to be able to come back to the Warriors and hopefully help them win another ring. Now, of course, new reports have come out throughout the day, including one from Sham saying sources say from Golden State, Draymond Green is expected to receive counseling and work with the Warriors and NBA while suspended after striking Phoenix Sun star Yusuf Nurkic on the head on Tuesday night. And he has to meet certain criteria before he can return to play. Now, Anthony Slater did give an update from Mike Dunleavy, the GM for the Warriors today, and he said, look, he's going to stick with the Warriors. Draymond Green is actually still going to be practicing. He's going to be around the guys, the environment. Dunleavy and the Warriors think this will actually help Draymond Green once he realizes, hey, the team needs you. This is what you do for the team. They need your support. So they want to be able to go bigger than this specific incident, and they want to be able to help Draymond Green just be better overall. Well, this isn't the first time the Warriors have been without Draymond Green. In fact, he's already been suspended for five games so far this season. He's had three eject ejections, and of course, he's dealt with injuries. So these are the starting lineups that the Warriors have rolled with without Draymond Green so far. Clearly, CP3, Curry, Wiggins, Clay, and Looney is the roster excuse me, the lineup that Steve Kerr seems to have been going with. He's played that one five times and the rest only once, just trying it out. Of course, Jonathan Kaminga did start a game as well against the OKC Thunder. But I'm looking at all of these lineups. I like to have CP3 in there. Of course, you got to have Curry. The only reason why he's not in this one is because he was also hurt. But in my opinion, I would switch it up just a little bit based on how some Warriors have been playing since the last time Green got suspended, which was less than a month ago. So first, we're going to break down some internal resources that they can use to help replace Draymond Green. And that means taking some players that are usually coming off the bench and actually putting them in the starting five so they can make a difference. But before I put any ideas in your head, of course, you guys know that this is a family on this channel. I want to hear your opinion before I tell you mine. Go ahead and comment the lineup you would start without Draymond Green. Once again, we don't know when Draymond Green is going to return, so this could be the starting lineup for the rest of the regular season. You guys heard it. Steve Kerr is very open to playing players that are playing well. So who would you like to see? Drop it down below. And I'll give you just a few more seconds before I introduce you my top three choices I would replace in the starting lineup. Let's go ahead and break that down. I got number one, JK. This is not a surprise to anybody. JK has been proving time and time again why he should be getting more minutes on the court. And let's talk about this. Draymond Green is a phenomenal basketball player. He has helped the Warriors win numerous rings. He's been a defensive mechanism for the dubs. But this season, whether it's external resources or not, Draymond Green has not been producing the way Draymond Green should be. So when you take a look at what Run It Back TV actually did say, they say you have to make the best decisions for the organization, and that means going forward with Jonathan Kuminga. That's what Shams had to say on Run It Back TV. And then he said, 
He was asked a question, is there a world, which he keeps at spot even when Draymond Green comes back. Shams said a thousand percent. Shams has the most, utmost faith in Jonathan Kaminga. So if Shams does, then I definitely do. Because look at what JK has done so far this season. And once again, these numbers aren't going to go crazy at you because he's not playing as many minutes as some other players on the court. 11.9 points per game, nearly four rebounds per game. His field goal percentage is great, 47%. Let's not talk about that three-point percentage. But overall, JK's not your shooter around the perimeter. He's your interior D guy. He's your catch and shoot. He's your turnaround, hit it from the wing type of guy, which I've loved. Not to mention, he excels with defenders two feet in front of his face, four feet in front of his arms. He does well in contention. So, if you start JK, you don't start Looney, you start Dario. Because Dario and JK have actually had the best net rating when they're on the court together, rather than having JK and Looney. But Dario's been popping off coming off the bench. And I understand Kavon Looney's main purpose for the, for the Warriors is to rebound and assist. If he can get in double digits, I mean, I'm all for it. But Dario's been doing that so far. But when you add JK in with somebody like Dario, JK really adds the athleticism that you're missing in the front court. He knows how to contend. He knows how to contest shots. And he's constantly working in the paint a little bit on the wings. He can also defend the perimeter. But I like his interior defense the most. And I'm going to break down my other two choices internally. I would like to see for Draymond Green in just one second. But first, I want to tell you guys about Prize Picks. It's the number one daily fantasy sports app in America, and I play it every single game day. I wish that was a lie, but unfortunately, it's not. If you guys want to play with me, all you have to do is pick between two to six players and just pick more or less on their projected stats. It's literally that easy. It takes less than 60 seconds to help you win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Price Picks actually has a really good deal going on right now. If you guys are going to be spending the holidays watching NBA games, go on ahead and pick more on Kevin Durant because they have a great deal. More than half a point up. Yeah, I'm going to take that one. I also have Derek White having more than 23.5 points, rebounds, and assists against the Cavs. And then the other way, Jared Allen having more than 9 rebounds against the Celtics. These are my picks. I want to see yours. All you have to do is go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Use promo code CLNS for first-time deposit match up to $100, and you can watch yourself win some real money in real time. Number two, once again, not a huge surprise. Moses Moody has been an excellent player for the dub so far. I'm just going to jump right into his stats here because I think they're not crazy. They're really not. But Moses has been making a presence when it comes to spacing out the offense. 8.7 points per game, 3.5 rebounds per game, 48% from the field. He's right there with JK, but his three-point percentage. That really helps Steph Curry be able to hit him in the corner when Curry's being double-teamed or Chris Paul needs another assist. You can rely on Moses Moody. Look, I'm not okay with Draymond Green missing time. I understand the NBA had to suspend him, and honestly, I agree with the suspension. But this could be a blessing in disguise to get somebody like Moses Moody to really shine in his absence, as well as J.K. and numerous other players in the Warriors that Steve Kerr may have not had a lot of trust in before Dar Draymond Green was gone. Because I think Moses Moody is a reliable shooter. He's putting up 
just as many points as Draymond is per night. Of course, Draymond has his, he gets hot here and there, but overall, Moses is a guy that when he comes in, I know he's going to start to get hot. He went four for four against the Kings the minute he came off the bench. Why? Because Moses Moody has the stay ready mentality. That's what's going to help the dubs. And third, but certainly not least, we're going to go with Brandon Pajemski. This rookie has been completely slept on, on the Warriors, in my opinion. Not for Dubs fans, oh no. And I see that Clay Thompson says he's the steal of the draft. And I'll see that Steve Kerr says he's going to play every damn night. But he's not, and he should be. Look at the last five games. Look at the rebounds. This is primarily offensive cleaning the glass. I've never seen a kid like this crash to the board as much as BP does. 12 points per game, 58% from the perimeter. I mean, call him Steph Curry Jr. I have been loving everything Brandon Pajemski has been doing. He's scrappy. This kid's fast. And you know what? It's fresh legs. It's a fresh mind. And Steve Kerr, he's under 23 years old. I know you don't like to play players that long, excuse me, players that young, but BP deserves more minutes. So if I had it my way, if Mike Dunleavy said, Allie, you're making the start in five, go on ahead and write it up. Here's what I would go with. I love Chris Paul and his assist ratio. I think you need the floor general on the floor. It starts with CP3. His right-hand man's going to be Steph Curry. Nearly 30 points per game, no question. Curry's on the floor. Dario in the paint. I love Looney. I'm not discrediting Looney but I've loved Dario just a little bit more this season. You got J.K. there at the three spot, and you got Clay Thompson at the floor. No BP in the starting lineup or Moses Moody. I think Clay could potentially hit his brink. Clay Thompson sucks. Take him out the first time out. Don't put him back into the second quarter. Don't play that shit anymore. If you're not going to start Moses Moody or Brandon Pajemski, give Clay Thompson the reins, then he's got to earn it. This would be my dream starting five without Draymond Green, but overall, it's just an indefinite suspension. I do not know when he's going to come back. So if Draymond Green does return, let's say in five games, do you think he should be in the starting rotation like that? Do you think all those players that earned their spot while Draymond was gone because he earned a suspension? Should Draymond Green be back in the starting lineup? Go ahead and type Y for yes, type N for no. And like I said, we're going to talk about some internal and external resources that could replace Draymond Green. I mean, could it be time to possibly split up the trio of Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green? Well, let's look at what the year has been like for Draymond, all right? He signed a contract extension before the season started for $100 million four years through the 26-27 season. However, he can be traded tomorrow. Starting December 15th, they can actually hear options if they want to get rid of Draymond Green because he's been suspended indefinitely for the NBA. What if that means for the rest of the regular season? You just missed out on possible win-now talent in the NBA. So who should externally replace Draymond Green potentially forever? And I don't want you guys to get in the comments and say, Ellie, he's a warrior for life. I agree. I think he should retire as a warrior if he doesn't, if he can clean his act up. If he doesn't, he's got $22 million that could be burning a hole in the Warriors' pockets. And there's players out there that can help the Warriors win now. So I introduce the first trade idea. I did cook this one up, so go easy on me. Trade option number one is the Warriors would receive Jared Allen, who has been phenomenal for a very aggressive Cleveland Cavaliers team so far this year. And then Ty Jerome is a nice little 
double-digit scorer every single night, good shooting guard that can nice accompany with Chris Paul. And the Cavs receive Draymond Green. And it's weird. I'll be honest, seeing Draymond Green's name in any kind of trade scenario, I didn't think this would happen at all. But if he's going to be uh, uh, poisonous on the Warriors team, then it might be time to get rid of him. So this is my first trade option that I do introduce. Of course, the Warriors do have a big problem in the sense they need a big guy in the paint. So would you guys do this trade? Would you trade for Jared Allen essentially for Draymond Green? Go ahead and type A for accept, type D for decline. And let me just reiterate, Jared Allen would dominate on the Golden State Warriors. I've seen him play against the Celtics. I've seen him play against Giannis and the Bucks. Jared Allen is the real deal. He's a center that's putting up double digits every single night. He's contending with some of the tallest guys in the league. He's six foot eleven, and he's not backing down from anybody. And he will possibly be one of the tallest guys on the Warriors roster. It might be worth looking into. Mike Dunleavy. Trade option number two, though, once again, I know that the Warriors need a big, so I'm going to go for Bogdanovich. Isaiah Livers, of course, comes with them to equal up that salary, and the Pistons would receive Draymond Green. Bogdanovich is another double-digit type of guy that can make an immediate impact on a championship-level team. I think he would fit really well in Steve Kerr's offense. So overall, I don't hate this one either. If Draymond Green can't play for the Warriors... What's the use? And the reason why the Pistons would do this because the Pistons flat out suck. They're horrible. I think they're like 0 for 23 in their last like umpteen games. I mean, they're garbage. So they need all the help they can get. And Draymond Green would be a starter. He'd be a star in Detroit and could help them win almost immediately with Cade Cunningham. However, Kendra Andrews of ESPN does not think Draymond Green is going to go anywhere. She said, I asked Dunleavy how the team can ensure Green will change his behavior and stop doing this shit. And he said, we can't. But later in the news conference, Dunleavy did say they're committed to Green, who's on the first year of his four-year contract. Now, in Dunleavy's defense, you're not going to have a man suspended yesterday and the league come out and say he needs to work on his actions and come out today and say, we're going to trade him as soon as he comes back. You're not going to say that. So maybe he's just saving face, or maybe they really do rely on Draymond. I don't know if they're going to trade Draymond Green. I don't think they will. I think he will retire a warrior. That's how I've always seen it. But they could possibly be missing out on some big talent. And I emphasize big, as in a power forward or a center, that they could go get right now for $22 million for Draymond Green. But I'm not Mike Dunleavy, so I'll have to wait and see what they do. And regardless of what they do with Draymond Green and the Warriors, I'm going to report on it right here. Breaking news, rumors, news. You're going to find it right here. So go ahead and hit that sub button for me on Warriors Today by Chat Sports because you're not going to want to miss this.